0: This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 56. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Hello, and welcome back to the show. My name is Ollie, and if this is the first time you're listening, I want to say thank you for listening. Welcome to the show. And the reason this show exists is because language learning is difficult. If you're learning a foreign language, it can take a long time, and it can be a kind of lonely journey at times, you know, when you're stuck at home studying by yourself with no one to talk to. And so this is why I created this show, to give you the motivation that you need to keep going, to know that you're not alone, and to listen to other people's problems as well so that you know that you're not the only one struggling uh, with the process of, of learning. Now, the sponsors of the show, the people that make this show possible, are a fantastic company called italki, where I get regular language lessons from. Uh, They have all kinds of things like conversation partners, they have a community there. They also have professional teachers where you can get very high-quality language lessons. And if you'd like to get a free lesson, then head over to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free lesson. Now, one of the questions that I get so often on the blog, or perhaps not so much a question, but one of the comments and one of the big concerns I get so often is people who, who say, you know, Ollie, I, I can't learn this language that I'm learning because I can't go abroad. I can't move to the country. And people feel that unless they go and live abroad, they, they can't really learn the language seriously. And this is a very, very common thing, and it's probably something that I used to think as well. And the point of what I want to say today is that actually, these days, when I'm learning a new language, the last thing I do is get on a plane and travel. A lot of people hear this and they say, you know, what, what, what are you talking about? But here's the thing. I think that until you're a more advanced speaker of a language, there are more disadvantages to traveling abroad than advantages. And I think you've got a lot. Uh, actually, staying at home and learning from home is gives you much better conditions to learn your target language all right and i want to talk about why today so here are some of the reasons why traveling abroad to learn the language that you're learning are not you know make it actually make it harder the first thing and the main thing is that as a tourist what you're often going to find is that people will speak to you mostly in english and i'm sure you've had this happen to you before even if you do find people that you can practice with in your target language, often it can be a very kind of limited, simple exchange. You know, something like ordering food in a restaurant or buying a train ticket, and so that's often the kind of best, the best case. There are certain countries where where people are um, cannot actually actively resist helping you practice their own language, especially if they if they speak English themselves. There are you know there are places where people will not help you practice your target language, and help, even if you ask very politely and they will help you. They will want to speak English to you instead. And some of these problems, I think, can be overcome if you're a kind of really outgoing, confident person who just can kind of insist on practicing the target language, even if they're very basic, and can just go up and talk to people all the time. But, you know, I, I'm person, personally not like that at all. And the thought of, often when I'm a, still at a low level in a language, the thought of going and practicing with native speakers is kind of terrifying. All right. So if you're like that in any way, if you're not a very kind of extroverted, confident person, then, you know, being surrounded by native speakers in another country can be a very intimidating situation. Now, often we might also think that, you know, well, if we travel abroad, we can make friends. We can find, you know, find and make new friends in that country who can speak to us in the language. But I think the reality is that that's often the most difficult thing of all. Friends are, friends who only speak to you in a language you're learning i think are often only a reality when you're already very advanced in the language and you can speak much better than than their english yeah. and a lot of people a lot of people find this the other thing that's often very common as well is that if you know any people who have who have moved and lived and worked abroad then you know you can often find yourself Living and working in an English speaking environment. This has happened to me before. And this can be a very kind of confusing situation because you live abroad and you've gone there because you want to practice the language, and yet you're living and working in an English environment where even the native speakers around you speak extremely good English, and you can find yourself with very few opportunities to practice the language. And then, of course, you know, with a full time job, you are often just as busy and tired with limited time as when you're back at home and so really you end up in a kind of situation where it's no different at all to actually being at home and with all you know i've lived in seven countries uh, before i've lived in, uh, in brazil in argentina in in uh, in france in japan in Qatar, in egypt in uh, I spent time in in italy as well and in spain and you know i've experienced all of these things and it's very it's comparatively rare i find that I go to a country and I have really good conditions for practicing the language all the time, that, you know, such that I couldn't do that, kind of conditions that I couldn't recreate at home in, in somewhere like London or just with a, you know, with a Skype connection. Now, there are also plenty of really good reasons why it can be better to stay at home to study. And the big thing for me is that when I'm living at home, I've got a much more stable life and a, and a stable routine, and this means I can kind of get on with my study without too many disruptions. I often find that when I'm living abroad, even if I'm just travelling for a few weeks, that you know the feeling of kind of being far away and you know not without family and friends around you, it can make it very difficult to do the kind of consistent, regular study that you need in order to you know make good progress in a language. But for me, staying at home and having that stable environment is ideal. For making good progress in a language, when you're at home, you can cr- you can you can virtually recreate a perfect immersion environment. You know, you can you can collect, you can get movies, you can have podcasts, you can play music, you can read books in your target language. You know, with a bit of a effort to gather the right materials, you can create a very authentic immersion environment at home, which can be actually just as good, if not better, than if you were to pick up and move abroad. And uh, you know rent a flat in another country, if you are lucky enough to live in a big city like London or New York, then you know you the chances are you've got lots of people around that you can practice with native speakers um, and although it's not always easy to find someone who is kind of willing to practice with you, I find that actually native speakers that you meet at home are far more likely to kind of understand and appreciate your enthusiasm for their language. And be far more willing to help you, help you practice yourself. So, you know it's it's always difficult to find native speakers who who help you practice. But if you live in a big city, you've got loads and loads of options around you, and you know there's absolutely no need to get on that plane because you you can with a bit of enthusiasm and a bit of kind of go get it kind of spirit, you can find people to practice with a lot. There's also, I mean, where I am in London, there's so many cafes and restaurants, meet-up groups and things like that where, where again, with a bit of, uh, bit of enthusiasm, you can get out there and find people, big groups of people and communities who uh, either speak the language that you're learning or even groups of people who are learning the same language and who have the same interest as you and that can really help motivate you. Now, in terms of in terms of learning, if you're someone that likes taking professional lessons, you know, language lessons with teachers, again, you know you can find these language teachers everywhere. Um, with the internet now, you can get your language lessons online. You don't need to go to the country in order to find teachers. And and of course, you know again in a big city, if you're looking for, for materials for studying, you know even without the internet, the internet's got pretty much everything these days. But if you live in a, in in a big city, you can find some of the best language materials and in, 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 in the big bookstores that you've got in big cities, some of the best anywhere in the world. So, you know, there's, there's as far as material goes and having good stuff to study with, then again, you can get all of this stuff uh, at home without the need to go abroad. So a whole bunch of reasons there. I wanted to do that because just to kind of put to bed this idea that you really, that you have to travel to learn a language. I think this really applies to the to the early stages. Once you get to a kind of intermediate level and you can hold a conversation kind of comfortably, you know, once you're at a kind of B1 B2 level where you know holding that conversation is, is not such a problem and and you can express yourself and enjoy talking in the language. This is the point for me that I think actually traveling to the country has loads of benefits because then the chances are that you speak the language better than the people there will speak English and so you're going to get plenty more opportunities to to speak also potentially to to work as well to, to join uh, activities and do things that other native speakers there are doing so there are loads and loads of benefits of traveling once once you've already got uh, a certain amount of traction in the language but for me and this applies to everything I do now if you're if you're just getting started with a language if you're still in the early stages you know, I don't want you to think that you're missing out by not traveling abroad. And I just want to, to make the point that you've got everything you need right here at home. All right, so I hope that was I hope that was helpful. Uh, I just wanted to give my perspective on that. If you'd like to ask me a question about language learning, then please do. I'm always looking for great questions. You can go to com forward slash ask to leave me a question. I'd also really appreciate it if you, uh, you know, if you've, been getting any value out of these episodes? I I'd love to get a, a star rating and a review of the of the podcast on iTunes. It's really really helpful because it helps other people find the podcast as well. So that I'm not just talking to to you know to to one person on the other side of the world. You know it's it's great to get more people listening to the show. If you'd like to do that, if you if you'd like to leave me a review, you can go to either to the iTunes store and to search for the I Will Teach Your Language podcast, or you can go directly to iwillteachyoualanguage com forward slash review, and uh, that will redirect you straight to the, the correct place on the iTunes store I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show, the people that make this show possible let I me mean, to spend all this time every week, twice a week, creating the show italki, and you know, italki are one of the companies that make it possible to learn a language so effectively from home you know, I use them all the time to take regular language lessons with professional teachers and you can get a free lesson by going to com forward slash start speaking. Thank you so much for listening and I'm going to be back in London but by the time I record the next episode I'm going to be back home for good in London. I'm moving, I'm picking up and moving everything to London. Uh, I, I actually moved to London a few weeks ago but I've just been <laughs> travelling non-stop since then and that was in a funny way kind of the uh, the impetus for me to record this episode because since I've been travelling for the last few weeks I've got absolutely nothing done because <laughs> I just don't have a a, route, a fixed routine or schedule and I find it really, really difficult to get anything done. So I'm going to be going back to London uh, next week and I'm going to start everything kind of from scratch. I'm going to be making my podcast more consistently so hopefully I can bring more value to you guys and I'm going to be starting up some great initiatives in London as well. So if you if you live in the UK and you're into language learning, you know, get in touch, let me know who you are so I can invite you to these events. Uh, you, can, you can contact me on the website by, uh, there's a contact button on the website at iwillteachyoualanguage.com. Shoot me an email. I'd love to hear from you. And yeah, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.